When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Cryptologic Podcast listeners? Welcome to what episode 197. It is a special episode today. Not really, but it was supposed to be kind of like a stopgap episode. Um, it was supposed to be a break week for me for the podcast. I didn't have anyone scheduled for this week because I kind of wanted to take the week off for the podcast. But I said, you know what? On weeks like this where I don't have a guest scheduled or I feel like taking a week off, I'll just do a podcast where it's by myself, right? And next week we have a guest scheduled already, so I'm excited for that. And the week after as well. But this week I had a lot of stuff going on and I was like, you know, I don't want to like cram a schedule like, someone to get in here within this time frame. I pushed it out for the next week, next two weeks. So... That's why this episode wasn't even going to come out today, but I was like, you know what? I'll just make one for myself because I've been going in on podcasts for like the past four months, five months now, um, where I had a guest on every week. And I was like, you know, I want a week where I just say I don't want to whoo, just take a break. But this is like a break for me because I get to just, you know, talk to you guys. And it's just me. There's, you know, there's no interview process or anything like that. We just kind of have a conversation with myself to you and you guys listening to me, you know. And, uh, you know, that's just how I kind of wanted this video to be or this episode to be nothing, um, nothing too heavy or anything, kind of just going over just things I want to talk about by myself, you know, and just, just ranting about things, my thoughts on things. But yeah, I'm very excited because, you know, I want to go over like what the podcast has in store. I'm going to be working on, um, bringing NFT creators onto the podcast in discussions with that. Um, for anyone listening right now, I am working on two NFT collections. Um, one's going to be on the XRP ledger and the other one, uh, I'm deciding between Ethereum, Solana, Avalanche, cause I, I do want it to be on OpenSea. So I'm sorry, I'm hoping Avalanche gets on OpenSea at uh, some point in the future, but it will be on Avalanche or something that is integratable with OpenSea. <clears throat> See how that goes. But the XRP one is going to come out first. Uh, I have I don't have a date yet. We're still just working on the designs, but we already have the logo and everything. It's it's super exciting. I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm very very like happy that that's something that's a possibility that I'm able to work on. Um, but yeah, shout out to Bear Studios. He is the one helping my artist. I'm gonna promote him as much as I can as we launch and and keep it going. So everyone listening to this podcast, you guys are getting some early gems in here, like early uh, not gems but like early announcements. So. Shout out to all the supporters. It's officially been a, a year now since I started uh, creating content on crypto with this podcast. Um, obviously, we had Mike on the show previously before like uh, we went our separate ways business-wise. But yeah, um, for all you guys that stuck with me, um, that weathered the storm with me while I tried to find my way and how to, how to do this show and how to do this YouTube video, this YouTube thing and TikTok and everything. I want to just thank all of you guys that stuck with me and, 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 and allowed me to continue this whole thing that I'm doing with crypto and got so much things to come. I'm very, very excited about the future. 
I feel like I'm just getting started one year in and we've amassed over, you know, 25,000 followers across like all platforms, right? 25,000 uh, amazing followers, you know, 16,000 on TikTok, 2,800 on YouTube, over 5,000 on Twitter. Uh, it's amazing. Over 650 members on Discord. Like it's only going to keep growing, I hope. And I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to keep it pushing, Start keep bringing more amazing guests to the show. But, uh, yeah, it's very exciting. Um, I'm hoping that one day we, we uh, I'm trying to nail some of the big time, big name guests here soon uh, in discussions with some of them. And, uh, you know, that, that's going to help bring uh, more awareness to the channel as well. And I love um, bringing on people, whether they have small followings or mid-sized followings or whatever. Just love having conversations about cryptos and NFTs. Like I said, I'm going to bring the people from the NFT space onto here as well. But I love the community that's uh, around crypto, TikTok, Twitter, etc. It's an amazing community. Um, yeah, I mean, this video is, this episode is just kind of me just trying to explain my gratitude to all you guys and everyone that's, you know, that, that pays attention and listens to the podcast. And I try to bring as much value as I can uh, every day because it's been like, it's been a tough journey uh, in regards of since the pandemic started because my whole life, you know, as I, I'm 29 years old, but I feel like everyone says I have a young soul. So I'm like, like I'm younger than I actually look or act or I act younger than at my age and everything like that. Um, with all this craziness going on in the world, like, you know, condolences to obviously all the uh, people affected by the shooting from the past couple of weeks and everything that's going on in the world in regards of inflation, um, people having money problems, et cetera, and things like that. I've had my fair share, you know of that and i know what it feels like to not know what to do or not know where to go um like who can help you and stuff like that but um the way the way that the world is heading it may seem dark to a lot of people you know and that's one of the things i was worried about in regards of like before crypto it's like man where's my life going you know and it's just one of those things that once you just got to find out what you love and you stick with it, you know, and, and I just feel like with the whole situations of life that's been going on and, and not to be political or anything, it's just what do we do? That's what what's right. What's wrong? You know, who determines what's right or wrong? Right. And it's just hard. It's hard to feel happy about things in life when there's so much negativity going on around the world. That doesn't that may that may not you may not be in the vicinity of. Right. That small town, most people never even heard of it. And now it's blasted all over the news and the people that live in that town are affected forever. There's people that's lives are never going to be the same after that. And it's, it's a very unfortunate cycle that, you know, the news blasts all over. And then in, in a month or two, three months, it's something new. And we move on, right? We're not in that community. We don't know anybody affected by it personally. We move on. And then these people still are dealing with it every day. And that's just a cycle of the world that we live in. And that's the one thing I don't like about it. It's like we're not all connected like that. We're so far apart. And and that's why I love crypto uh, because we're all – it seems like we're all one big family and we're all connected. So if something happens in crypto space, it's like it affects all of us and we're all in on it and we're all able to help one another. So, yeah, that's all I want to say about that. I don't want to – you know, turn this into like a super sad or anything like that gloomy video, but episode, but, um, but yeah, like how the crypto space is right now, there's a lot of FUD, a lot of fear. Um, 
people are staying strong. Like, you know, Luna's trying to make some changes. Luna 2.0 coming out. Like, what are people going to do with that? The XRP lawsuit, the Ripple lawsuit, right? People shilling their favorite holdings, um, like Quant, LCX. Like, obviously, my favorite holding, XRP and LCX. And I feel like it's getting repetitive, right? That's the space that we're in right now. There's nothing drastic happening. There's people just showing their favorite projects, likewise with NFTs, and and all these conventions and events happening behind the scenes. And 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 like I feel like, like I I feel like there's there's like so many things I want to cover, but it's like I go on a little random tangents. But this is what I want to say. So like I feel like I'm from the class of 2021 when it comes to crypto, right? There's a class of 20. There's obviously the class of like 2013, 14, 15, all of them. But 2020 was like the big, the big people, like the bigger people with a bigger massive audience, like Joshua J, Crypto Mason, Wendy, Blockchain Boy, those people, right? They're they're from the class of like 2020, and I think 2019, 2020, and and, I, and I'm cool with uh, you know, I, I'm with Mason, Blockchain Boy. I've had conversations with them, right? Um, Joshua J talked to him a little bit. But they're like the originators of TikTok, uh, crypto TikTok. And I came in in 2021. And there's a lot of people that came in 2021 as well. And then there's obviously a lot of people that came in 2022. And the next year, we're going to have a new batch of creators. And I'm seeing new creators come up every day. And I'm like, okay, like, this is the first year where you start seeing all these big events everywhere, VCon, everything. And I'm like, well, those guys have been in a year longer than me, the ones that, in 2020. I'm like, okay, well, then next year, it'll be my year to be going to these events. You know what I mean? And then the year, that's how I look at it. Whereas I could have gone this year, but I feel like I wanted a year, a full year of content creation under my belt. And now I have that. Going into 2023, I have close to two years under my belt of content creation. And I feel like it'll be the perfect time then to just start networking more in person, right? And I'm very excited about that because I want to vlog all that stuff, post on the YouTube, obviously TikTok, and 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 pictures and stuff on Twitter, and just vlog all that stuff. That's something that I want to do moving forward. On top of taking the podcast to higher levels, getting more um, name name brand um, companies like e, uh, like CEOs or developers, getting them on the podcast as well, getting reaching out to more people like that. On top of, I'm always going to reach out to smaller creators, mid-sized creators. Like I said, I'm always going to reach out to everybody. I don't care about your following account or anything. Um, but I do want to get, like, CEOs, developers, and stuff on the podcast, which I will. I know I will in a f- uh, soon because I have talking to one. And if you could talk to one, you could talk to multiple, right? <coughs> but, yeah, like, this journey has been, like, kind of crazy for me because when I started, um, I was, like, I had a good job in 20 20- before in 2020 right i was uh i was like a loan officer so like like what i did was i did i brokered uh working capital loans so i did loans for um small businesses <laughs> so i was able to close a lot of deals um prior to that i was an it guy so i was an it guy for many years and that job got really boring i've always been good with um like i've been creating content since i was like 13 years old i know i've been either i self-taught myself how to use photoshop um, Premiere Pro, but I primarily focus on Photoshop, right? I was editing pictures and putting pictures together, editing people's pictures. I was a kid that I just knew how to, I built a computer when I was like that age. Um, I was the one that was creating CDs and burning them and then like selling CDs. Like I was always tech friendly with Apple and everything, Android. Like I just knew how to jailbreak stuff. I knew, I was just a tech guy. I had an X modded Xbox. I had like all the 
I was just a very tech advanced person where I just like technology, right? Um, so then I finally got my IT job. I was in football and everything like that, and you know, but I'm gonna fast forward it. But I got an IT job for like five, six years at this company, and then I left that company, started my own business. That went well for like for about six months, right? <laughs> and then maybe one day I'll explain what it is. But I had a job. I started my own business for six months. Went really good for six months. The last month was horrific. We had to close it down. And then I had to get a job again. So I called up the old company I was at. Very shameful. But I was like, man, like they know me. They trust me. I just kept, I wanted comfortability. And that's my, that was my problem. I always wanted to go back to somewhere I was comfortable. And they took me back in, obviously, because I was, they were underpaying me. But they knew, like, man, his value is, is, is worth, like, is good, right? Because they were underpaying. I knew they were underpaying me. And I knew that my value was worth much more. And I was like, man, I just I need I need stability. I just need comfortability. And that's always been my problem, which is wanting comfortability. So then I went and got that job again. And I started working there for about a year. And I was like, man, I'm not making enough money. And I went and told the CEO, like, hey, I'm not making enough money, man. And by then, technology is already advanced. They already automated a lot of stuff. There's not that much. I was only part-time. They brought me back part-time. So I was kind of struggling, and I was like, dude, I can't do this, like, right? And I was freaking out. I wasn't confident enough to go do my own thing, and I always wanted to create content. I've always wished that I could talk to an audience of people. That's all I wanted to do. I just never knew about what, right? I, I learned. I, I, I had mentors. I had a couple mentors throughout my life as an IT. Um, they taught me how to uh, build an online store. I did that for about three months. Gave up on that. I wasn't making enough money, right? And I gave up on that, which... Now that I know, all I had to do was stick with it, but I gave up on that. Um, I tried to start a podcast, like, in 2019 about my journey from my own, like, I wanted to detail my business that I started and talk about that. Like, I literally had a podcast out there. I think it's called, like, High Avenue or something like that. I did one episode, and people told me that they liked it, and and it's just, and then I just didn't, I quit that. I did one episode, and I quit. I was going to make, and I love movies, right? I did a YouTube, I started a YouTube video about movie reviews, but for Mar- the Marvel Universe, because I love Marvel, I love superhero movies. I didn't even make the first episode. I made the graphic, I made the banner, I made the logo, I made everything. I get started, I, 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 I love creating. I did that. I, didn't, I never went, I never started turning the camera on, I started recording. And one thing I did find during the year of, not during the six months of my business, Right after that, I, I found um, – I figured out how to use After Effects more, and I started drawing lasers on dance videos. So I did that for about, I'd say, a year while I was IT for that year, 2019 to 2020. Um, I amassed over 10,000 followers on Instagram doing that. It's amazing. And I just stopped. I just got over it. I was like, man, that's not what I wanted. I thought that, I thought that was my thing. I was like, all right, cool. I'm doing these laser things, and it's working. And then I started seeing competition. I started seeing a lot of people copying, and, and it, it became a fad. A lot of people started doing it. And a lot of these younger kids, they're like 15, 16, 17 doing this stuff, and they're better than me, I felt like. And they have all they have, they were pumping out content every day, and that thing takes like a couple of days to make a video. It doesn't come out. I can't make one every day. These kids were home all day. They're like, they're younger. They, they were living at home, and you know what I mean? They're able to just do it all day. Like, you don't have to make money, right? This was a hobby of mine. And these kids are surpassing me. And I was still immature to where I'm like, man, I can't do this. Like, I don't want to keep I don't want to keep competing with them. Right. And that was just like my flaw. 
and seeing how they were growing their channels and I was, I got stuck at 10K and I got stagnant. My content wasn't getting better. I didn't have the time. I was like, man, I need to make more money. So I stopped editing videos and it was cool. Little dancing lasers, right? It was like lasers where it's, it's like visual effects, right? I was getting paid a little bit for that, but it wasn't enough. So I went to that, that my job where I was working at and I told them, hey, man, I need to make more money. Like I quit the laser thing. I, oh, I just stopped it. And I was like, hey, I'm ready to make more money, you know. And basically they hired me on as a half IT and half funding manager. So I was facilitating deals. So that was commission based only. And I started killing deals. I started closing like four or five deals, making up to like 10 grand a month for like four months straight. Right. And I, I was so stupid with money. You know, the funny thing is I told I told everyone in this. If I had invested into crypto that time, that was in 2020. That was like that was actually yeah, December 2019. And then um I actually started doing the loan things in June of 2019. I didn't get good at it until September of 2019. I started closing deals around October, November. So October 2019 all the way to like February 2020, I made about like 40K, right? Obviously, I had a lot of bills. I had to catch up on a lot of stuff, right? I probably netted about like maybe 20000 25000 which, hey, it was still pretty good money in a sort of amount of time. I told, I look back, I'm like, man, if I had invested in the Quant, Dogecoin, that time, even Ethereum, Avalanche, Luna, Solana. Like, if I had noon, if I had known all that, I'd be millionaire today. I already, I've already done the math. I would be close to a millionaire, maybe even more so. If I had invested at least ten percent of that or twenty percent of that, if I invested like five, six, seven thousand, ten thousand dollars of that, put a thousand in the quant, thousand out, like I would have had way over six figures, and my life would be completely different if I had just looked into crypto. And the funny thing is, I was working at a job, the pandemic hit. Obviously, we were catering to small businesses. What happened during the pandemic? All the small businesses shut down. So they couldn't even be operating. Well, they weren't even operating to showcase any money coming in to even qualify for a loan anymore. So I was standing there. I was sitting there like, man, am I able to close any more deals? So I was living off of that money for the next few months. Um, and that was in 2020. So I was like, man, like I only got like $15,000 to live off of. How am I going to do this? So that's when I found um, Instacart. So I work at Instacart. Still weren't, wasn't into crypto yet. I was looking into stocks, though. That's the funny thing. I had Robinhood, and I was looking into stocks. I bought AMC. I bought, uh, um, what else did I buy? I bought these this Carnival cruise ship stock. I bought airline stock. I bought oil stocks. I bought a bunch of stocks. And I remember buying AMC for, like, two bucks and seeing it go down to a dollar and freaking out. Like, man, I just put $400 in AMC, and it's down to, like, 280 Like, I was freaking out. When I should have realized, like, oh, that's a dip, buy it again, buy more, lower the average, lower the average. And I would have been big when AMC went up to, like, 30, 40 bucks, right, like, a year later. So I was freaking out. That's how I knew when I looked at, when I got into crypto, I was like, man, I was so stupid and naive, right? And I was, I remember freaking out, being, seeing it at $180. And going into the rest of the year, I was just doing Instacart, living off of Instacart, making about $100 a day, $100, $150 a day. Like, it was good money. And, every, you know, it was in high demand because obviously the pandemic, everything was shut down. No one, no one was leaving their house to go to groceries. So I was just killing it. I had another opportunity there. I was making I was making good money 
decent money, like, you know, over like $25, $3,000 a month and just doing Instacart. Still was not investing. Still was not investing. I'm an idiot. Like, I'm an idiot. Like, and I knew about crypto. I just didn't, I didn't buy. I looked at Bitcoin. I looked at Ethereum. I didn't care to research. I was so focused on, oh, comfortability. Oh, I'm too scared to, like, risk anything else. And then that's when, um, going into 2020, uh, 2021, the beginning of 2021, was when Dogecoin blew up. Right? And I was doing Instacart. I was at the store at Vons or I think it was Albertsons and my nephew calls me and he's like, yo, bro, I'm, he's like, did you buy any Dogecoin? I was like, Dogecoin? I was like, what is that? He's like, did you buy any Dogecoin? Buy some right now. I was like, why? What is this? He's like, dude, some guy told me about Dogecoin back in November. I have like, I think 400 or 700,000 shares of her. He called it shares, right? We didn't know. At the time, and I was like, "What?" And he looked, and his portfolio was at like ten, fifteen thousand dollars, and he only put in three hundred bucks. I was like, "What the? All right, I'm gonna figure this thing out." I immediately went to the aisle, pulled up my phone, typed in Dogecoin on Google. I was like, "Oh, it's a cryptocurrency," and I just started reading and reading, and reading, and I was like, "All right, I just buy it on Robinhood." I already had a Robinhood account. I put a couple hundred bucks in Dogecoin. So, all right, I bought some. I think it was like two cents, three cents. He said, all right, just hold it. I was like, all right. And then people started calling me. My friend called me. My other friend called me. And I was just like, yo, you guys hear about this Dogecoin? That's how literally I'm not, I'm, I'm, I shit you not, you guys. That's how like mainstream crypto was spreading already. And that was because of a meme coin. People were calling me talking about, hey, if you have this Dogecoin, this Dogecoin. I had people literally calling me that haven't talked to me in months, at calling me for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm a tech person. I don't know. They're like, hey, bro, you're this Dogecoin. How do I buy it? I was like, what? Like, it was so crazy to me. Then I was on Instagram. I was already, like, inactive on Instagram. I just left my videos there. I started posting on my story. And I started getting active with, with Dogecoin and started talking about it. And then I went home. I remember I went home that day. And that's when I called Mike. I was like, bro, look into this Deutsche thing and look into it. He's like, all right. He's like, check it out. He's like, all right, I'll buy some, right? We had a little conversation. He bought some. But he wasn't really into it. He was doing his YouTube at the time. He had a gaming YouTube. So I was like, you know what? Let me find out what the hell this is all about. Why is this thing pumping? Went on Twitter. I had a Twitter account that I wasn't using. I was just tweeting music quotes and stuff. I wasn't even using it. for. It wasn't even Twitter related. I was just tweeting the dumbest things, like, like just nonsense stuff. So I typed it hashtag. Dogecoin. And that's when the rabbit hole started. Started reading what the what Dogecoin was, how was it created, who was it created by, what was the purpose. Started seeing more people talk about it. Like it was like mass hysteria. It was like people were going crazy over this thing. And then that's when I clicked in my head, I was like, wait a minute, you guys, like if all these people that never cared about investing Never cared about crypto, never cared about stocks, other than the stock market crash and people trying to buy the dips on things because they're like, oh, this eventually going to go back up. Like very, very elementary um, think level thinking, right? I was in that category, right? Where I was thinking, oh, if you buy this because it's so low, it's going to go back up so high. It's going to go high, you're going to make money. Like didn't understand the true dynamic of what the market is and what's to come. I looked into it. And that's when I found NFTs. Gary Vee started talking about NFTs around that time. And I was like, okay, well, let me find out what NFTs are. Let me find out about Dogecoin. So I started researching NFTs and 
crypto. I went back, learned the history of Bitcoin, learned Ethereum, looked at the top 10 of the past 10 years. And I did this multiple. It started off an hour a day. I was like, let me do an hour a day. Then it was three hours a day. And then five hours a day to the point where all day, every day for like three or four weeks straight, like a month straight, I was just for like all of February. I was just like, oh, crap. What is this crypto? Like I learned blockchain, smart contracts, dApps, obviously NFTs, staking, yield farming, DeFi, DEXs, centralized exchanges, sexes, (laughs) learning about Coinbase, learning about KuCoin. Kraken, all the different things, Uphold. I signed up for every single exchange. I learned about MetaMask, learned about Trust Wallet, but not enough on the security side. I just learned how to use it. Okay, what is this? What is this BNB smart chain? Like, what is this? Why is there a smart chain? Why can't I send my Ethereum to BNB? Like, why? Figure that out. Oh, they're two different networks. Okay. Then I started learning about different landscapes of the technology, right? And expanding my mind and learning about, okay, who's bagging these? Someone has to be bagging these. Started learning about venture capitalist uh, groups. And I just started growing and growing and learning. Oh, there's gaming. There's so much. There's everything. And that's when I started. That's when I called Mike in March. It's like, yo, bro, you really got to get into crypto. You really got to find out like, like these protocols. I was already investing in a Digibyte, um, XLM. And then I didn't find XRP until I found Coach JV. So shout out Coach JV. I had him on the podcast last year. We had him on the podcast last year. He's the one that got me into XRP. And I went down the rabbit hole there. I was watching his videos. Oh, man, changed my whole life. He changed my whole mindset of where we're heading as a society and everything. I never look back. To this day, never look back, and I'm only gaining more. But I'm not researching at the level that I was last year, though. Last year, I was on another one. I was finding gems every... We even had on... They're on the YouTube videos. Found Elf, Morpheus Network, VXV, LCX. I bought LCX at $0.02. Cents. LCX. Um, I bought Quant at $77, so I wasn't early on that. But um, there's so much project, so many projects that I was because I was researching so much, I was borderline crazy. And that journey changed my life, where I was like, I finally found something that I'm actually good at, or I can, I can, I'm good at, I can get great at. I wasn't making content yet. This was like March of 2021, and it's making money. Right, Dogecoin was up and down. I remember my friends were calling me, talking about, "Oh, did you sell? Oh, it's going down." I'm like, "Nah, bro, I'm holding this thing. This is gonna be going up higher than it needs. I don't know when to sell. I don't know when I'll sell. I'm buying more." Right? They were trying to like time it and everything, and I was just like, "I'm not listening to you guys anymore. I'm gonna focus on what I'm doing." So then, obviously, we had Elon Musk buying Bitcoin, 1.5 billion dollars worth. The market went crazy. Elon Musk is the, the king of crypto, apparently. I didn't understand why people were so mad by him being prominent in crypto. Now I know why. I'm like, this guy doesn't know anything about crypto, really. He just knows Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. He doesn't know Layer 1. He doesn't know Layer 2. He doesn't know any of that stuff. It's disrespectful to the space, right? I was like, whatever. Like At that time, I was like, whatever. Is going to make money or not? I remember... He said he's been going to uh, Saturday Night Live. And Coach JV even said, buy the rumors, sell the news. I was like, there's no way. Why would Dogecoin pump on the day that he's going to go on the uh, Saturday Night Live? If anything, it's going to tank. 
So I told myself, I'm going to sell at the next pump before the night on the Saturday Night Live. And if it doesn't happen, I'm selling the night before. And it was already kind of high. Right? It was already like 40 cents, 50 cents. That thing hit 70 cents, 72 cents on that Thursday. And I sold around 70 cents, 68, 68 to 70 cents. Made a few thousand dollars from a couple hundred dollar investment to a few thousand. Moved that thing right into Ethereum. <laughs> Parked it into Ethereum and said, all right, I'll figure out what I'm going to do with it next. Bought some NFTs, etc. And that was my first cash out. I didn't cash out at all. That was my first cash out and it was Dogecoin. And then I bought some meme coins. Was you know This is already after. We, so we started the podcast. And we had this idea like, hey, let's just have conversations about crypto every day and go over the news, go over the market and just start teaching people about crypto. Basically, a channel where we, that we wish we had when we started crypto. That was the heart and soul of the CryptoLogic uh, podcast was to be a place where newer investors can come and listen to two guys who love crypto who haven't been in crypto for, you know, the 2015, 2017 that are new, that were successful enough to where we felt confident about talking about it. That was like our main goal. Right. And obviously it went well. It was a smash hit. We've met so many people along the way. Um but yeah, we, we, we basically added on like what our trades were, what we were doing. Um, we had ideas of creating like a whole ecosystem of people, which we did. Um, you know, I was so excited about, I was like, I was very adamant about creating a Discord. Like, dude, we got to get created Discord right away. So shout out to D Rhodes, one of the first people that <laughs> joined the Discord because he knows there was one token that we were all in on, Spegmars. And we were we were one of the first people to talk about it. Look at the name. The stupid we were so stupid we thought that thing was gonna go to a dollar, right? Freaking Smegmore. What kind of name is that, right? Ended up being a rug pull. I put in like a thousand dollars in that thing, lost it all. My thousand dollars worth like ten thousand at one point. Uh, Mike's was like double. Like, you know, we lost all that money on that, but it was a rug pull, right? We were we were making videos about it. Saying, hey, we know this is a meme coin, but there's a chance that this meme coin can pump. Everyone else was making videos about meme coins. People were talking about Dogecoin. People were talking about Sheeb. People were talking about SafeMoon. We were like, hey, there's this underlying uh, token here called Smegmars that we wanted to talk about. We were talking about it on Twitter. We were talking about on, you know, we took the risk. And we we would say, this is a meme coin. This is a risk. But it's going to make you money if you, you know, and it did make money. We just didn't sell. We didn't sell. We got greedy. We thought that it could go higher. We didn't sell. And it got rugged overnight. Literally got rugged overnight. And we, we documented it. We did a live stream. It was our first live stream. And yeah, that journey was was a very learning. It's a learning experience for us. And from there, we kind of just said, you know what? Let's focus only on utility, which we have always have been. But we added like meme coin stuff. Like let's just focus on utility. And we went. We met Dante DeFi. We met Finance Chick. We met um, um, Junior's Crypto. We met so many people that we had on the podcast. And we just kept it going from there. To the end of the year. And you guys were there the whole time. Um, we caught out so many plays. And it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing that lasted for about a year. Not even a year. Like eight months. And you know how it goes. Starting business with your friends is not, you know, something I would advise you to do. Because if you want to keep your friendship, you don't do it. Because there's so many. I'm I'm very uh, an OCD type of person where I'm like, no, it has to go this way or else I freak out. Right. And I have so many ideas every day and Mike has ideas, but then he would kind of be like, hey, what's the easiest way we can get something done? You know, he wants to just get it done. It gets it smooth. 
I was like, no, let's break barriers. Let's try and, you know, and it just, we were clashing every day. You know, I said it on the video before, the very first video where the CryptoLogic podcast changed the CryptoLogic John channel. I detail it all in there. Right? We were, we were bumping heads. It was not healthy. Like, we were not, like, we started hating each other in a sense. Like, we were like, oh, man, I can't stand this guy. He can't stand me, I'm pretty sure, right? And it just happened to be so where we were like, you know what? Let's just do our own thing. And he had a YouTube channel that he was turning into crypto. He wanted to go and do that. I CryptoLogic was already in my name, everything like that. And I was like, well... Let's just, I'm just gonna, he's like, just take it. I was like, all right, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna do it this way. And he's like, I'm gonna do mine this way. And he went on and did his own thing and I'm doing my own thing, right? Business wise. So the friendship is still there. It's just, we're still, we're just focused on doing our own thing right now. There's no hate, there's no animosity or anything like that. We're just doing our own thing. Dante, the same thing. Dante was on our channel like borderline every week. He's doing his own thing. We're still friends. I still text him to this day. Right, we're just doing our own thing, but um, basically through that, if, if ever since then, I was kind of depressed because I was fighting to keep it going. I was fighting to keep it going. Mike had already checked out, saying I can't do this anymore. I remember him telling me this, like, I can't do this anymore. So like, I can't come here and butt heads with you every day anymore. Like it's not, it's it was damaging to our mental health, right? And I know it was for me too, but I was willing to like fight that. Right, and he was just like he was done. If he has four kids, he has a wife, he has things to worry about. He doesn't worry about dealing with my BS every day. And I remember that video uh, and the first video after that. I was like, all right, well, that that first video was easy. I'm just gonna explain what happened and what's gonna happen for the channel. But it was a second video after that. I was like, oh man, like this video, I can't just keep talking about the incident. I can't keep talking about what the podcast used to be and where we're gonna go. Like I already have to I have to become it. Like I have to already do it. And I was terrified. Like, I was terrified. I was like, oh, man, like, I set up my home studio here. I love the studio that we had. I loved it. I love, like, I didn't even want to change the artwork when we changed. You know how, like, now I have that little white little circle thing, the digital thing? I didn't even want that for us when we moved, when we when we initially started the new year. I liked what we had with the spaceman and everything. I loved that. That was like, I wanted to ride that out for the next 10 years. But we felt like we needed change, and I wasn't really cool with that change. And that was one of the things. That was not maybe why we like split, but that was one thing. Like behind the scenes, you guys hearing it first now. I didn't want to change that. I, you know, he wanted he wanted something new. I'm not blaming him or anything. He wanted something new, and I was like, I, had, I was like, all right, I agree with you. Like we'll just do it. I came up with the design. Honestly, didn't want to change anything. I was happy with how everything was. I was cool with everything, how everything was. Um. And it's funny because, like, I'm going to tell you guys something that's is very private. Not private. It's not really that private. But it's a conversation between me, Dante, and Mike. Dante was like, yo, you know what's crazy? Uh, you know how we split, me and Mike split? Dante was on our channel like, every week. He even said, he's like, he was going to suggest, hey, you guys should start doing your own thing as well. And this is before the split. He just felt like it was time to, like, you have create your own identity and you create your own identity on top of doing the podcast. And now, obviously, hindsight 2020, the best case scenario would have been he has his channel, I have my own channel, and we do the podcast once a week. That would have been the best case scenario. But at the time, we didn't know what we were doing. And we, you know, and I have visions of one day doing that again, having a podcast where all of us come on and do it once a week or whatever the case may be, you know, whether it be a new channel, because I think it would be kind of ironic or kind of like weird if we come back and act like CryptoLogic was the same podcast, because now it's transitioning into a 
like my own thing. I put in the work to make it to where it's my own thing. But yeah, that's gonna be down the road and see how that goes. But um I was completely, completely terrified of how the channel was going to be and if I wasn't going to quit. Because like I've said, if you guys have been listening thus far, which I shout out to all you guys and thank you guys, I've borderline almost quit everything that I started. Right? So prior to start, let me rewind a little bit. In 2020, when I lost my job because the company shut down, that's when I started doing Instacart. And that moment where I felt lost, where I was like, man, I'm just going to do Instacart. I just felt like a, like a robot, just constantly just making, trying to make money, trying to make ends meet. I had no nothing. And that's when crypto saved my life because I was able to find something that gave me purpose. Right? And then I TikTok really was the thing that put me on this whole consecration thing because of YouTube. I was nervous. Mike had already grown his channel like 5,000 subscribers, and he was doing gaming. So he was already comfortable. You know, I told him I wanted to do a podcast. He's like, dude, let's do a YouTube podcast. Let's do it. I was like, all right. I was, if you watch the first few episodes, I was very nervous. I was like, uh, uh, you know. And a year in now, I'm like, good, right? And that's what I'm saying with life. Like, you just got to take that risk, man. You just got to jump off that cliff and just hope your wings open up. That's it. But I was terrified. After the the new CryptoLogic channel turned to what it is today, when we when we split, I was terrified. I was depressed. I was like worried about what what the channel was going to become. Like, man, are people still going to listen to me? Are people going to think that I'm I'm the reason why they split? Are people going to be against me? Are people going to hate me? Are people going to be like, oh, you ruined the whole thing? Like, I was terrified. I was like, do I even do I just pick a whole? Do I just make a whole new channel? You know, and Mike gave me his blessing. He said, just take the channel, bro. Like, you you, you, you were, like, the heart. Like, you know, like, you you came up with the name. You did everything. Just just, just take it. Like, you put everything in your, everything It was in my name. I created the YouTube. I created everything. He already had, he was working on his YouTube at the time. And he just said, all right, bro, let's just, he was, he was, like, doing me a favor. Like, he was doing me a favor. He was helping me out to get this podcast started. He was the one, I was like, bro, you take the lead. Because if I start to lead, I'll ruin everything. Because I, I don't know how to take the lead. Hey, wow. Welcome to CryptoLogic Channel. I'm like, nah, I could do it. But back then, I couldn't do it. He took the lead. He hosted the show. He, he, he killed it. He made it what it was. You know what I mean? And he was there to help me grow my, my personality and, and, and everything like that. And it's unfortunate that there was just too much head clashing, too much. And it was, you know, that's that's what happens in life, you know. And shout out to Coach JV. You see what happened to him. He and his partner split, him and Kev. And I remember the day we asked Coach JV to come on the podcast. Him and Kev were both on there, on their live. And now Kev has his own channel and Coach JV kept Coach JV and kept it going. I'm like, it happens. It happens to, to everybody. Literally, Coach JV and his partner, they're not doing the warrior academy anymore they're they split and I, and when i saw that recently i was like man that's crazy how that happened but yeah um it's just crazy how life works so once again let me get started and finish this up man shout out to all you guys that are listening still i know this has nothing to do with crypto it's just it's just one of those things that i've i've never publicly recorded and said about what happened so i hope that all the listeners that listen to this can can hear this and go wow this is what's been going on this is how john really got his journey started or not really but you know what i mean hearing more 
hearing me from a personal level because the podcast I'll explain everything what my idea and thing with the podcast is moving forward but so far the podcast has been like me bringing guests on and we're just having conversations nothing personal and I kind of want to do this maybe once a month or let me know what you guys think in the discord on YouTube in the comments on Twitter whatever like if you guys like me talking about this type of stuff talking about motivation because I'm really good at motivational too so like if you guys want to hear a personal level type podcast sometimes just let me know. If you guys don't, this will be the last one I ever do where it's just me talking about personal stuff. But if you guys still want if you guys want to hear this type of stuff, a video like this once a month or whatever, I'll have no problem doing it for you guys. But yeah, I was a hundred percent worried about what the fans, the listeners were gonna think. Like, where where'd the other guy go? Where'd Mike go? Why is it just you? After that video. Right? So I made that video. And I was like, hey, I just was like, hey, I don't want to talk about too much. Just listen to that video. I explained everything in that video. And um, I didn't know if I was going to keep it going, you guys. Like, the CryptoLogic podcast was probably going to stop. Like, I was like, I can't do it. I was like, I'm scared. I can't do this. I'll just stay on TikTok and I'll stay on Twitter and I'll just do that. But, you know, I had good conversations with, you know, close friends, my girlfriend. And we just started talking about, like, like this is your time, you know. Whatever happened, happened in the regards of business-wise. He has his own channel. He's going to do his own channel. Like, he, he made his own. He was making videos on his own. Like, don't feel bad, right? He gave you. He gave his blessing. Take the channel. Run with it. He, you know? Don't, don't feel discouraged. Don't feel like you're going to fail. Just keep going. So I just said, you know what? Let me figure out. Let me just start doing what I know to do best. Go over crypto news. Go over crypto coins. Go over my favorite tokens. And I did that. Started asking people if they want to come on the podcast. It was, I liked it. It was working. Like, like working in regards of like people were listening and people were like, oh, this is awesome. And that's how I built out this crypto, the CryptoLogic podcast to where now it's like, well, Mondays and Fridays will be John's YouTube videos where I talk about whatever the hell I want. Talk about coins. Obviously, now I'm LCX focused because I've seen a lot of comments. People saying that LCX, I'm one of the only LCX uh, video creators or creators content creators that talk about lcx and i want to be labeled as that when lcx takes off i want to be one of the ones that people would look oh cryptologic john put me on on top of tokenizer and Krako and ruel black and everyone else that listens lcx king and everyone else that listens to that creates content about lcx i just want to be one of the ones that are mentioned that's it right i don't want to be the guy of lcx i just want to be one of the people mentioned that's all i want i just want to be one of the people mentioned and remembered for right so the podcast was designed to just kind of like have a guest on every week um, and talk about crypto, have a conversation, a new guest, sometimes recurring guests and just kind of keep it going. And then, I, you know, and that was something I wanted to do every Wednesday, have a podcast. Hey, you guys want to talk about crypto here? Come to a conversation. And that's something that we've been doing for the past five months. It's been going really well. And, and then Mondays and Fridays would be YouTube videos about the market, news, breaking news, LCX breakdowns, uh, different tokens, specific tokens, etc., things like that. Um, and then my TikTok is primarily focused on XRP, basic crypto news, under 60 seconds. And yeah, Twitter is just my thoughts, you know, shilling LCX, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, so I'm very excited for what's to come because I'm going to keep that rolling for a while. I'm hoping to get more brand recognition for the CryptoLogic podcast, hopefully get featured on some articles. And so, you know, that's my goal. I manifest that. 
start talking about what's going to happen with the CryptoLogic podcast moving forward is that I, I really want to bring on NFT guests, which I think that will take it to the next level because I am going to create my own NFT projects. I'm working on that right now. I'm going to have two uh, NFT launches coming soon, um, hopefully by the end of summer or in summer. In the next six months or so, I'll have NFTs launching, so I will be well-versed in the NFT space as a creator on top of being an investor. So I want to have other like-minded individuals in the NFT space on the podcast talking about NFTs, right? So that's something that I'm looking forward to. But yeah, so like personally, I have, I'm applying for this company, this crypto company that I'm waiting on for them to hear, get back to me. I've already had three interviews with them. Um, if I get that that crypto job, um, that job is going to change my life. It's good pay. Uh, benefits and everything like that. I'll be able to do so much more and invest into myself and to the podcast and take it to the next level. So I don't want to get I don't want to give too much information on it because it's obviously I'm still waiting on the announcement. I'm waiting on them to you know give me the offer. They're working on things on on their behind the scenes to on strategic things to get me um, in. So I'll see how that goes. I'm weighing it out. But yeah. So as for now, I'm doing brand sponsorships. Um, YouTube. Um, I have my side business where I have a marketing business for a couple clients. So that's how I'm bringing in money. And I do uh, Instacart and DoorDash on the side for fun. Just like not for fun, but for investing investing and making extra money. I'll make sure I always have capital in my pocket. But uh, on top of like because all my, my side house and everything goes my bills and stuff like that. And you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's kind of like how I where I am right now. I'm in a good place. Um, very happy with. With my investments so far, the community that I'm building, that we're building together. Um, but yeah, so moving forward, the CryptoLogic podcast has a lot of big things coming. I'm excited. I'm going to continue to reinvest into myself, into this podcast, into you guys. And hopefully take this thing to the next level. I want to shout out to everyone that supports me. Um, if you are in the Discord, join the Discord. If you're not following me on TikTok or Twitter, follow me there. Follow the Instagram. But yeah, like I said, you guys, I want to thank you guys all for listening to this rant. I feel like I need to just get this out of my head. This has been in my head for so long. <sighs> it feels good. But hey, if you guys want to hear more like type of conversation like this, let me know. If not, this will be the last one. You guys don't have to worry about it. We'll just keep it crypto, right? I'm not saying this is going to be the all, you know? But yeah, this, it, was, it was great to get this off of my chest. Just finally, like, tell somebody, you know, like, all you listeners, thousands of people, just like, ah. <laughs> but um, very excited. Uh, Can't wait to watch Thor 4, you know. Can't wait to watch Jurassic World. Like, I love movies. So one day I want to start a channel where I talk about movies and review them. You know, that's something I want to do one day. But hopefully my audience, like, CryptoLogic audience gets big enough to where, it's mo- like, some of you guys want to hear that and you guys bridge over and listen to that stuff too so it'd be like a secondary thing for me that i do one day right i think one day i said continue to grow the audience and everything like that but but yeah man i'm truly 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 grateful for every single one of you um i can't thank you enough you guys saved my life in the sense of like giving me purpose i've always wanted to create content i love it i love doing this every single day or, or you know researching and putting what i've learned what i found into a video for you guys Bringing up, meeting new people every week, putting them on the podcast, talking to them, getting their insight. It's amazing. But yeah, I will be on Tokenizer's podcast. I did a video with him on Monday, so he'll be releasing that soon. Whenever that's released, I'll let you guys know. But yeah, this has been pushing 50 minutes now. 
I want to shout out to everybody. Shout out to the Discord. Shout out to Silver Strangers, Stro, uh, Legion, D Rhodes, everybody in there. Uh, I can't think of the names. Clerk Leo, Code Serial, all you guys. Shout out to everyone in the Discord that helped keep that thing going. Um, we're going to keep pushing it. We're going to take it to the next level. I'm going to do way more giveaways. Oh, man. I'm extending this goodbye way too long, but yeah. I'll see you guys in the next video. Peace. Yeah.